So, uh, what do you want to do? I don't know. We don't have an intro. Welcome back, everybody, to the Glacier Gamble Podcast. This is a big episode. We're in the double digits. That is two, for those of you who don't know, two digits, because this is episode... 10. Um, this is the Glazer Gamble Podcast. What was that? I said a 10. That's what a lot of people rate us. Yeah, 10 out of 100. Out of 100. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was right with you there. Uh, I am Michael Glazer. I'm Joe Gamble. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we are here to talk to you about what we always talk about. We got some sports. We got some Marvel for you. Um, and we do have some other like fun topics. We have some other entertainment news like movie news and video game news. Um, we change it up from the typically we've our lineup is NBA, NFL, Marvel. That's that's our go tos. We yep. got a little bit of um, Minnesota section. We're actually gonna change it up. We're gonna throw that right in. And yep. it's gonna either gonna be at the end of the NBA, end of the NFL. Um, we're, we got a little bit of MLB. Yeah, it's our first. I think it's outside of Shohei Otani. Yeah, this is our first baseball topic. Yep. And then we go a little bit to back to competitive eating. A little bit. Yeah, a little so. Yeah, the important Joey Chestnut, mm-hmm. the MVP of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, the GOAT. The, re- the only the, true GOAT. The, yeah. 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 One of, I, knew, I knew what you were doing there. Mm-hmm. I, absolutely. Um, but yeah, so we're not going to have that fun section or local section at the end. I do have a fun quote to throw at you to when we're done with this. I think you'll all enjoy. Um, let's get right into it. Uh, we started uh, today, we do have some basketball news, but instead of NBA news... WNBA news. Yeah, we got a one one little. Uh, actually, let's just do the the one NBA thing right off the bat. One NBA, sure. Yeah. So Giannis, um, much like he's following in Patrick Mahomes' footsteps a bit, where Patrick Aaron Rodgers too. Oh yeah, yep, Aaron Rodgers. Um, Patrick Mahomes bought a portion of the uh, Kansas City Royals, right? So he's a and the Kansas City owner. basketball team. Yeah, and the Kansas City basketball team, uh, and Giannis did that. Yeah, Giannis has purchased a portion of the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, when I was growing up, the Brewers were good and like a team the Twins were worried to play, and it yeah. was like a rivalry, like oh Wisconsin Minnesota, and it was. Uh, I feel there was the guy who went who was on the Brewers that went to the Yankees. Uh, blanking on his name, but he was the guy. I that, know there was a guy for the Brewers. The only guy that I can really oh no I know I know who you're talking about yeah it's gonna bother me though um but yeah he ended up going to the Yankees and he was the one on the Brewers that I was like okay that's somebody you gotta who worry doesn't about have a stint with the Yankees though you know yeah and when you can buy your players uh but anyway uh he bought a portion of the Brewers I'm hoping that that like usually when a player buys a portion of another team they have no impact on it it's really just a business point of making money like Aaron Rodgers doesn't tell the Milwaukee Bucks like right go get Drew Holiday. Like, yeah. he's not the reason they got Drew right. Holiday. Like, so it's not like Giannis purchasing the portion of the Brewers is going to do anything, but I think it's cool news. Yeah, I think it's more of a devotion to the city. Yeah, he signed the extension before the season started. That was his way of saying, I'm staying in Milwaukee, and now this is just more of, like, not only am I staying in Milwaukee, but this is my second home second outside home. of Greece. Greece yeah. um, so, yeah, I thought that was really cool, and that's our only NBA news. Um, but 
We also have WNBA news. We had some last week with Brianna Stewart's baby. But this week, uh, Christy Tolliver, who was a former two-time champion with the LA Sparks, she is now the assistant coach of the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. And she was with the Washington Wizards as a, I believe it was like a coach's uh, consultant or assistant. Sure. Um, but yeah, now she's the assistant coach for the Mavericks. Um, I can't remember if it was Luca earlier this year that said they want he wanted more women involved in coaching, but if it was him... Um, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I just think in general. Oh no, his he was he was flirting with the female ref. Oh, that's what. It was. Never mind. That was my bad. <laughs> so I don't think anybody on their team is pressured for to get females into the coaching staff. Yeah, but I they think, got her. I think this is a good move. Yeah, I think it's a good move as well. You know, following a little bit in Becky Hammonds, for sure. You no know, shadow, but um, but she doesn't have pop. To be yeah, under, yeah, she's got she's got a new coach. If, right? an, if anything, Jason Kidd. Yeah, I think it's Jason Kidd. Yeah. Um, if anything, Pop probably wouldn't have given her as much freedom. Like she, um, Christy had probably has more right. freedom. So, yeah. um, pretty cool. And I just wanted to talk about that because I thought it was uh, a good step no, forward. Do as much as we can. Yeah, it does, do as much as we can to you know showcase the and players are wanting it. Players have said they'll respect former female players and. Uh, and just just like men who work their way up, if a woman has worked her way up through coaching, they'll respect her because yeah, saw, they know the experience. You saw kind of a wave in the NFL. There was a, a lot of like assistant coaches when it came to you know females representation. Yeah. But Becky Hammond's kind of like the face of. And there was the first female back. ref in preseason as yeah. well. So, getting some more equality into a traditionally masculine environment yeah. that was a little bit too much. So, uh, the last little bit of MB, uh, WNBA news is that Sylvia Fowles, from our very own Minnesota Lynx, yep. might be the greatest basketball player ever. Yeah, she's Michael Jordan, she's amazing. step aside. She's had her fourth 2020 game. Um, I think that's pretty cool because I remember when Russell Westbrook did it, it was a big deal because he right. dedicated it to Nipsey Hussle. Sure. Um, so, that like had its own thing, so I won't, don't want to discredit that, but... Having four 2020 games is yeah. pretty insane. The Lynx have always been good. It's nowhere near like their triple all-star. Well, yeah, when, when Maya Moore left, it kind of fell was, apart. It was tough. Well, and Lindsey Whalen. Yep. It's kinda, like, when we yeah. lost all of them, it went down. But Sylvia Fowles is bringing us back. Simone maybe Augustus maybe they one. can tank for Paige Beckers. Yeah, and then so. so. Uh, but yeah, so she... Um, well, Sylvia Fowles is... A bright spot yeah. in a... Fallen Lynx team. Yeah, she's she's real good. Um, we did have oh, I guess we did have some other like basketball news that wasn't NBA news. J.R. Smith, who I believe he's enrolled at North Carolina A and T, he is going to be playing for their collegiate golf team. Yeah, that's fun. Um, yeah, I think that's fun. I don't know if weed is legal in North Carolina, but uh, <laughs> J.R. Smith will and find can he it. golf without a shirt on? That's also important to know because I always they has have to have etiquette in college you have to have I think it's collared shirt um, either buttoned or no buttons they have to have khaki or dress pants non tennis shoes I, I can't remember the full dress code but I think college golf has sure. um, it's gonna be a weird transitional can you have Hennessy Hennessy and weed was gonna be necessary can he have that in his golf cart if yes 
I would put my money now on him winning the first collegiate tournament. Okay. Um, what is does, is his caddy just like a sh- like a chauffeur? Like his caddy just kind of like a gonna have like a cooler? No. With him, so his his cart or his bag is on wheels, and he like can control it himself. Okay. So he doesn't even need a caddy. Got it. Uh, I think he's just gonna have his boys with him. So. Yeah. Uh, another little bit. So Imani Bates, number one prospect since he was young. Oh yeah, he's. He's, um, he's got that, like, almost like Kevin Durant frame. You know, he's like... He's sl- like Brandon slim. Ingram, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Chet Holmgren. Slim, crazy, athletic. But, yeah, Imani Bates is athletic, talented. while Chet Holmgren isn't quite yeah. as athletic. But uh, Imani Bates, I heard him today, was compared to Trevor Lawrence. Like, uh, you don't have to see him even play one game to know he's going to be good. He doesn't have the, the hair as Trevor Lawrence does. That, right. I'm sure he could grow it out, but... Yeah. Uh, wouldn't be as long and flowing. Yeah, it wouldn't be luscious. Um, but he, a few days ago, it was leaked that he started a student email at Memphis, and it was confirmed he is committing to Memphis. I can't remember the other name of the player, but they also got the top center or forward going who's committed to Memphis. Sure. So Memphis is going to be a very good team. Um, in uh, the NCAA tournament, so, so I think the only th- Gonzaga they got Chet. So all right, so it'll be Gonzaga, Memphis, um, and then you'll see some teams like Wichita State and some of those guys that always get a lot of seniors back. Yeah. Loyola, Chicago, yeah. you'll get those. Those people will go in it, but Memphis is probably going to be one of the favorites. Sure. Um, Duke's probably going to fall off without Chesky. Yeah. Uh, is this his last season or his last, last season? season? Was his last season? season. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I'm don't quote me on that, but pretty sure. Uh, and then I guess last little bit of basketball overall news was Cat is an 87 in 2K. Yeah, they had the Ronnie 2K, the ratings guy, mm-hmm. show up there, and he asked Cat what he thought, and Cat guessed he would be an 88. So Cat was pretty. New. He close ended to... he ended 2K21 as an 89. So which I believe <laughs> D'Lo ended as like an 85, and Anthony Edwards ended as an 80. So you know we got three 80s on our starters, 80, but. Um, Cat used to be in the 90s, yeah. but until they start winning, I think that's fair. Yeah. Just because I think he's talented enough to be in the 90s. Oh, yeah. If your play doesn't result in wins, nobody's going to think highly of I you. I mean, I'd, I'd like to see if he has the highest uh, three-point rating out of the bigs. Yeah. Because he should. Yeah, so. he should. He should have the highest three-point out of all bigs, and I would also like to see Jimmy, but if they're going to be that harsh on that, on these on guys that don't perform or get to big moments, Jimmy Butler's rating should go down, Simmons. Ben Simmons should go down. Yeah. Um, and then Van, Jared Vanderbilt from the Minnesota Timberwolves had a workout where he looked like he had been working on his game. Yeah, a lot to, of dunks, which is kind of his game. You but, compared uh, him to Siakam. Yeah, I just think he kind of reminds uh, Siakam probably has a better shooting touch. Probably a better offensive skill set, but in regards to like... Is Siakam left-handed or is he right? I don't know, but it, it was weird watching that video because I didn't know that Vanda was uh, left-handed either. But he, yeah. you know, he had soft touch on those jumpers and a little bit of a... Uh, I love soft know, touch. Dribbling skills. Yeah. So. I love soft touch with my balls. It's really necessary for high-level play. Yeah. I like when professional athletes are the ones doing it too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but that's it for basketball news. Quick uh, basketball news stuff today. Um, we know it's not super popular, so we can move right along. Um, we do have some NFL and just football overall news. Biggest um, movement overall in the league was Sony Michelle got traded to the Rams. So the Rams 
Um, Cam Akers, we talked about yeah. in the previous episode that he tore his ACL or MCL. Achilles. Yeah, he had a major leg yeah. injury. Um, would have put him out for the season, so they needed a running back. People talked about Todd Gurley. They talked about Devontae Freeman before he got signed um, to the Saints. And they've talked about um, Adrian Peterson. So they, they've talked about some other people that they could have gone there and said they traded for Sony Michelle. Because if you haven't been ta- paying attention to the Patriots this preseason, they have three to four starting running backs yeah, on their roster. James White. Uh, they have a rookie who I'm blanking on his name who yeah. had two touchdowns in both the first and second preseason game, including a 90 yarder or something. So they're good, they're set. Um, they didn't need Sony Michelle, and he was falling behind in the rotation. And when Bill Belichick decides he doesn't want you to play anymore, you're done. Um, so they traded them. It was going to be two late round picks, but in order to make it work, it had to get updated. There's some legality issue with that. I'm I not think sure part of it is his salary, because they do a projected salary, I believe, for picks. And the Patriots are pressing that salary cap. So my guess is they had to get a certain amount of salary cap projection sure. from picks. Um, so it ended up changing instead of like, I think it was going to be a sixth and a sixth or a sixth and a seventh. That is now a 2023 fourth round pick and a 2022 sixth round pick. So sure. the Patriots even got a better turnout than originally. Right. But the Rams needed a running back. Sure. Which now they got a running back that actually fits their system really yeah. well. I love the Sony Michelle pick. Um, for people that want to talk about fantasy football, Sony Michelle jumped way up my charts. Uh, I would put him. When he got traded? Yeah. Um, just like so. Another Travis Etienne is most likely out yep. for the season. James Robinson, I had him on my fantasy I was team say last who year. Had him last year. You picked him up in free agency, though. Uh, I drafted James Robinson did, because yeah. uh, I, I, Leonard Fournette was Washington guy. Antonio Gibson, I also drafted late. Really? Yeah, dude. Wow. My draft was very good last year. I love um, it. But uh, yeah, because I figured that Antonio Gibson was going to start because I had heard rumblings that he was going to, and then Leonard Fournette, I knew, was looking, they were going to move, and I was like... Surprised I didn't get anything for him. Yeah, so I figured, I was like, oh, I'm going to get James Robinson, because I'm pretty sure he's supposed to be the starter, and... That turned out good. That turned... Yeah, Gibson... I had Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson, and James Robinson as my triple threat, and I had Christian McCaffrey, just that, he didn't go. play. Yeah. But if he would have played, I wouldn't have known who to play. I would have been able to trade one of those guys, which I've never done a trade. Yeah. So I feel like if we did it, if you did a trade, it would be with like us. Yeah. Or it would, it would probably be, get vetoed. Oh, I've traded with my dad once. He, I gave him. I, I think I can't. I gave him a tight end for T. Y. Hilton once. So. Yeah. I feel like we would do a trade and be super fair, and we'd get vetoed. Probably. But yeah. Anyway. Uh, Sony Michelle and James Robinson should jump up your fantasy football boards, just not for. James Robinson is for a negative reason, and Sony Michelle is for a very, very positive one and a negative one. Yeah. Um, the other big movement that happened, <laughs> the other big movement that happened in football—that's <laughs> what I thought of at first. I was like, "What is wrong with my brain? Like, why is if I'm thinking of movement, my first thought shouldn't be of poop?" You know, <laughs> that's my first thought. Um, Everson Griffin. So normally this would be in like our Vark- Viking Vikings our barking <laughs> segment, but um, instead of putting Watch in our bar- <laughs> not talking Sims anymore, instead of talking about it in our barking segment, we're going to talk about it in the NFL um, because it made some national news. Ian Rappaport was talking about it as well. Um, Everson Griffin is back with the Minnesota Vikings. Um, it's very exciting. He had some beef with Kurt, Kurt but, uh, um, back in January, but January February they're over it apparently. Um, he called him ass, but, yeah. you know, 
It's alright. Which is what 90% of the Mike Varkings fan base thinks. Most of the Varkings <laughs> fan base don't like... Kurt, Kurt Cousins anyway, yeah, Kurt anyway. Yeah. Um, Kurt is not back for them. Yeah, um, we're waiting for Kurt Kurt to be back. Uh, That's we'll over. It'll happen. Yeah. Um, other than that, he will be four string. Daniil Hunter, Stephen Weatherly, and yeah. DJ Wanham. Yeah, they said. Uh, um, yes. Uh, yeah, he situational third down pass rush. Um, it's kind of like his niche, yeah. Yep. I think going forward because he so. can still get sacks and commit pressure. Yeah, and it's proven that with him and Daniel on the same on the field at the same time, you're gonna deal a lot of pressure. Yeah, but we've never seen Michael Pierce, Daniel, Dalvin, and another rusher all yeah. at once with yeah. potentially Sheldon. Bar. Sheldon Richardson's Sheld- there for I pass keep rushing. Sheldon yeah, Richardson's there, him. but he's gonna be playing D tackle. I think. Yeah. Um, so I think, well, Pierce is going to be their own stuffer, and Dalvin Tomlinson is going to be their, their rusher. Dalvin so. is most like, yeah, Pierce is probably going to be playing a lot of nose, yeah. but he's going to have to play a lot, too. Yeah. So we're gonna de- we're definitely, if anybody questioned whether or not we'd move to a 3-4 in the future, that's not happening. No, we are at no, four we down got, line. We got, yeah, we got. We have an insane, people think depth that, too. I saw the Vikings were good. projected to be a bottom, top, like 25 was their peak projection for defense, I would hammer the over if I were betting yeah. that they're going to be better than that. 25. We were like 29 last year. We were 29 last year and we had nine opt-outs and injuries. So yeah. uh, expect the Vikings to get a lot better. Not because of Everson Griffin, but because of the total amount of talent coming back. Um, but Weatherly, Hunter, Wanham, Richardson, Dalvin, Pierce, they're all going to be ahead of the pecking order than EG, but he'll be in there to do pass rush. I think kind of as like a uh, Brian Robeson role. Right, where he occasionally guards the flat if we want to disguise a blitz. He's like a stand-up D-tackle, Robeson yep. was too. Yep. So Near his end of his yeah. career, for sure. But a lot, both of them also played outside linebacker in rare set, uh, yeah. like nickel sets. Sure. Or, or dime sets, not nickel sets. Um, and then... Michael Pierce, speaking of him, he is giving Everson Griffin 97 and is going to switch to 78 because he says Everson has earned that over his time in the league and as a Viking. So Everson's going to be the same number he was when he originally played for us. And uh, Michael Pierce said that was his rookie number, was 78, is what I want to say. Or where he was when he was at school. Yeah, I think it was when he was in college because I thought he was also 97 in the Giants. Um I just think it's funny. We got Linval after his rookie contract, yeah. and we got Dalvin Tomlinson, Dalvin Tomlinson and Michael Pierce. Yeah. All right. Sorry. So yeah, Michael Pierce when he was with the Ravens. Ravens yeah. I was thinking Good Dalvin. Correction. Yep. But um, yeah. Correct. Correct. Another there. Vikings defense news: Barr is expected to miss, miss game one. Miss miss game one for no, I don't know some unknown injury. Yeah. So just but, but it's not a tweak. He said it's not a tweak. It's a personal reason, is what Zimmer said. Okay. It's so, not a tweak. Yeah, so he's, he's hopeful. Um, speaking of Vikings linebackers, along with Anthony Barr, Chaz Surratt was playing special teams this preseason and was killing it. So I was really worried about him. When we drafted him, I texted he's you. small. And I was like, um, he's that doesn't seem like a Zimmer guy. Like, yeah, Zimmer likes the athletic. He's crazy athletic. He can. He, he played quarterback he can in high school. Get around really fast. He's got the he's got the the physical tools to be kind of like a Kendricks, be all over the place. Right. But size-wise, he's... Yeah, he... Like, he's... Eric Wilson... He's reminded of, like, Shaq Thompson, almost. But Shaq, I expect... I Shaq played safety yeah. as well. Like, they expected he'd be able... Like, Chas Surratt could probably play a box safety. Right. Like, but he's, he's a coverage linebacker. Right. And they needed to replace Eric Wilson. 
And Eric Wilson was our best coverage linebacker outside of Kendricks. We also want to talk about, um, since we're just bringing up linebackers, Nick Vigil's been playing really well. Yeah, yep. So He's a... He's a solid outside linebacker, but he reminds me of like the Schobert types where his plays come from being smart and in the right spots. His right. plays don't come from natural ability. Like Kendrick's being able to just fly. Right. Or like when Anthony that. Barr is in the wrong spot, a lot of the time the fact that he's six foot six, he's able to overcome that by jumping. Or when um Cooper Cup is he's guarding Cooper Cup on a drag. Right. You have to be able to... Gets exposed. As, yeah. yeah. So I think Chaz Surratt will be able to cover guys in the yeah. slot... And like double, like he'll be the guy that an offensive chip block yeah. or a defensive chip block where the guy comes on a drag and within that five yards, Chaz just gives him a quick bump yeah. or tight end. Like, if you want to say we're mashing up against the Chiefs, Chaz is going to be the one that is the double coverage with Kendricks on, or on Kelsey. Mackenzie Alexander on Kelsey. Yeah. So. Chaz is showing a lot of potential. He's obviously not a starter yet, but that's the, and that, in my opinion, that's the direction they're going with right. him. Right, Vigil's got that third, that third linebacker Absolutely. spot right yeah. now. He will not be starting. Uh, Surratt will not be starting, Bar- but he barring will, some uh, injury, like Bar not being in uh, it. Um, however, the reason we bring up the fact that he was starting Gunner all preseason or in the last preseason game was because the pre there's been a lot of notable. Gunners on the Vikings who became major starters. Um, people talk about it all the time, and it's just not hammered home enough or not accepted enough. Special teams is probably the most important group. Like your punter sets your field position every yep. time you punt. Your kicker determines whether or not you win games a lot yeah. of the time. Vikings fans we know, know that, that the most. Yeah. Your kicker is important. Your kicker is the d- difference between determining whether or not you need a field goal late. Or he misses an extra point, and now you need a touchdown to win a game. Yeah. Like your kicker is important, your punter is important, your returners help you with your field position. Like that's major. And then your gunners are the next. Like if you don't have good gunners, the other team ends up with an amazing field position every time. Um, the Vikings have had Trey Waynes, Jarius Wright, Audie Cole. Saints fans, you might know Audie Cole. He used to start for you guys. Anthony Harris, J. Ron Curse, all were guys that were gunners and weren't playing as starters that became starters for multiple seasons and potentially, like, top-of-the-tier tar- starters for us. Tar- yeah, and, tar- and, and, tar- and tar- tartar sauce. sauce. <laughs> <laughs> and vice versa, uh, another notable gunner that we've had was a starter, Cordo Patterson. Yeah. And they were like, you're so, you're so like, good. You can, you can get past people and run down the field, so we're going to make you a gunner. And he was... And a lot of time... He didn't even have to tackle them because he was got around people and got to them so fast that they would call a fair catch. Yeah. Even if he, in my opinion, he wasn't a strong tackler. I love Cordero Patterson, right. um, but he wasn't a strong tackler. But people were so scared because he was already there. He's going to take you down even if he's not a strong tackler. Right. And special teams in, in regards to the Vikings looked horrible in week one, uh, but looked a much, much better week two. And right. Chaz Surratt had one play where they didn't call a fair catch. The second that ball was caught, Chaz knocked him. He the nice. guy rolled backwards, like did a yeah. backflip on the ground. Um, yeah, Kenny's hurt right now, but Amir Smith Marset and KJ Osborne have been doing really well. And Amir so, Abdullah has been doing well. Yeah. But sorry to fans that like him. Amir Abdullah is, in my opinion, a perfect example of a practice player. Every time in preseason and in practice, you hear about how great he is. It has AJ Rose shown? If they're going to keep four running backs, has AJ Rose showed enough to be that fourth? I don't think you keep four running backs. Like, your fourth running back can be C.J. Ham. Yeah. 
I yeah. Like they got AJ rid of Rose is a practice squad player, right? So put so. Rose on the practice squad. They cut Boone too, uh, too early for some people, Boone's but Boone never Denver. did anything. Yeah. So like I don't. In my opinion, Abdullah hasn't shown what it need what we need from a returner because Osborne stepped up there. Yeah, you want a pass catching running back? Got Dalvin, who's and one then, of the best in the league. Madison can do it. He's a good blocker, but yeah. Ken, that's why Kenny's here. So Amir, like he's all you always hear great things about him and I think he's awesome off the field. I just I need to see it in game. Every time he gets the ball in game, I f- I swear it's, it's underwhelming. A, a two yard carry. Yeah. It's it's just never good. Why would you have him run the ball when you could have Dalvin Cooker Alexander Madison or even a potential spark from Kenne when yeah. he's in there. Yeah, Kenne's not. Yeah, he didn't get a lot and of carries in college. When it's not fast. Madison or Cook, we have too many wide receiver weapons. You, I'd rather have Amir Smith. Marcel. I'd rather have Justin Jefferson or BB on a streak. Yeah, or on a sweep. So, yeah. I'm I'm sorry, Amir. I like you, but I just just for the emergence of KJ Osborne, I'd rather have him on a sweep or exactly. Amir Smith Marset so. with his ninety. Keep an eye out for potentially Amir leaving. Um, I think if the Vikings are smart with their money, they let him go. Um, spe- you mentioned that he was on, that Boone was on the Broncos. I think spe- so, yeah. Speaking of the Broncos, Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater is now starting over Drew Locke. I so uh, the other day. Somebody tweeted out, project the starters for these four teams because it was like Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance, Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, Jim, Jamie's Winston or Taysom Hill, and one other one. They were all like the big yeah, quarterback, quarterback battles. battles. Uh, Mac Jones or Cam Newton. And I said it would be Cam Newton, Drew Locke, Taysom Hill. Did you say Drew Locke? Uh-huh. Okay. And Taysom Hill and... Um, what was the fourth team I said? You said Jimmy G. Yeah, and then Jimmy I said G. Jimmy G. Yeah. Um, Jimmy G, we got basically confirmed today he's starting. Yeah, I think they – I saw something uh, on KFAN today, and they were talking about uh, Trey Lance, and they're like, yeah, he had two beautiful touchdown passes. And it's like, Trey Lance is the guy when you go to, like, the YMCA, he's, like, the, the dude that is better than everyone. Right. And they're like playing against a bunch of amateurs in the gym. That's Trey Lance. Right, yeah. Like, um, he's, he's insane. It's just he hasn't played – a regular season game of football in two years. Um, if if he's in like we we've brought this up before when we were talking about Jimmy G and like would you trust the Niners to beat like like a, the Seahawks team for like Seahawks team back in the back in the day or mm-hmm. even like now? Do you think he can go toe to toe with Russell Wilson? No. If it's the current Seattle defense, <laughs> yeah. uh, if I think they could go toe-to-toe because the Niners can shut down Russell Wilson better than I think. Who else is that? Rams? Right. Yeah, I think, not going to do anything against the Rams. the Rams lost three starting DBs. Yeah, yeah Jalen Ramsey. And Aaron Ron Donald. So. Yeah. Aaron Donald's all you need. You have to triple team him and he still gets through. Yeah. But still, um, Jimmy G, uh, I think he's uh, an I, I obvious start. I think thought that, yeah. Um, I thought Drew Locke was going to start because he was the incumbent quarterback, but then again, I should have thought about the fact that Teddy's getting paid more, and why bring him in if you're yeah, not going to And you start? also you have to remember the fact that Drew Locke is not very good. I don't think Drew Locke's good. Yeah. I just I just said who I thought, because I also think Jamie should start over Taysom Hill, yeah. but I think Taysom Hill's going to start. Yeah. Um, I think Sean Payton has too big of an ego to not start Taysom Hill. To be like, Hill. yeah, watch me make this work. Yeah. Yep, I think that's just Sean, uh, Sean Payton, and he might switch that. Um... I think Jamie started game two. Yeah, I think so, so. what would be smart is keep Taysom Hill as your gadget guy, but Taysom Hill says, I don't want to be here if I'm not a quarterback. Yeah. 
Uh, good luck with that. But I, I do think I think Taysom Hill will get the start week one, and then it, it, it genuinely might be Jamie's beyond week one. Right. But I think Sean Payton is going to make sure to Taysom starts week one, which is why I thought that. And I think Cam was going to start no matter what, yeah. even with his COVID thing. I think Cam's going to start. Sure. Um, Another quarterback battle that happened, Trevor Lawrence is starting over Gardner Minshew. Big surprise. Gardner Minshew didn't take a crap for two weeks. Yeah, number preparing two is not an option for him. Exactly. That's why he didn't crap. Well, he can go to the bathroom now. <laughs> he can because he's on the bench. Um, I think since you're not playing Gardner Minshew, the Jags need help everywhere. Yeah. Their defense is bad. Miles Jack is the best player on their team, and he's not even, like, he's a Above average, but he's not somebody you still say have. Is a superstar. Um, um, I forget his name. It's the end. He's play for the Cardinals. Old. Calais Campbell. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure he's on the Ravens. Okay, he was there. I thought he was on the Ravens. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. So they have Miles Jack and. They, so you're trading, they do have some other trading, trade Gardner Minshew. Trade Gardner Minshew for, for offensive line or defense and. If you're not going to do that, if it's just a pick, make sure the pick is third round, at least. Sure. Um, there's plenty of quarterback needy teams, and there's plenty of teams that are probably going to have a quarterback get injured that need a guy. Um, Gardner Minshew is going to be val- more valuable as the season goes on. Right. Um, and he's also a great guy to keep up as your backup, but I think it would be really smart for the Jags to trade Gardner Minshew since you're not going to have him start. They have another guy behind, behind them, so... Trevor Lawrence is starting to trade Minshew. Uh, quick jump back over to the Vikings. Uh, Wyatt Davis, offensive guard, rookie, um, who I thought was going to start over Dozier before the season even started. Yep. And then it came out that Udo, Ezra, Dozier, and one other player were all starting and getting reps earlier than Wyatt Davis because yep. he's a rookie. He was hurt for a little bit. But Wyatt Davis, Wyatt Davis so far this preseason has a pro football focus rating. For those, just a heads up, I don't like pro football focus. Um, I think it's like the Rotten Tomatoes movie reviews. Like people see a Rotten Tomato review and they immediately decide whether or not a movie's good based off that review. People look at pro football focus, see a number, and assume a player is good. Right. Um, however, pro football focus does have Wyatt Davis as an 82.2, which is the number six rated guard so far this preseason. Um, I think it just goes to show like his. His potential. It shows to go he's good, especially because Dozier, for pro football focus, has rated last, and he's even been ranked l- behind backups. Yeah, he was like, he's at, if Wyatt Davis was at an 82 for his time so far, I know in week one, Dozier was a 29. Yeah, so, um, and uh, Dozier last year, out of 60, there was, so there's 64 starting guards. Yeah, there's like 69 eligible or something. Yeah, and he was 70 or like he was one below. Like out of 64, he was 65. Yeah. Or out of 69, he was 70. Like he was one worse than all starters. So yeah, he, he's not good at all. He's not good. And so he needs to go and Wyatt Davis clearly needs to just throw him in there. Get some reps, yeah. Put him I mean, he's next to O'Neal and Bradbury. That's two vets. Right. So they can take pressure off him and help CJ Ham is one of the best fullbacks in the league, so if he does get beat, you have a good blocker. So I say throw Davis in there and have your starting lineup be uh, Derisaw, Cleveland, Cleveland, Bradbury, Davis, O'Neal, yeah. and Rashad Hill can fill in anytime somebody does yeah. poorly or needs a break. 
because yeah, Rashad I think, Hill can I think play Davis guard should, or tackle. I think that Davis should be the backup for both guard spots. I agree right? because Udo is Udo's. Oh yeah, and Udo's really good Udo. too. So yeah. I'm so. I'm fine if it, Davis doesn't start, but Davis it should be ahead of Dozier by a mile. Yeah. Last football topic. Oh, yeah. This Here's is a one. topic that I had thought of. I was just sitting there. I was on my couch feeding my baby, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, which team doesn't get talked about but probably should? The Oakland Raiders signed They're the Las Vegas. The Las Vegas Raiders gave five years ago signed a quarter a coach yep. to a ten year deal, which has never hundred really, million, which has never been seen or yep. done. Five years in, which is this year, they have yet to make a playoff. The team seems a lot worse than when he started. They traded Khalil Mack. It was reported that he tried to he John Gruden and the Raiders camp tried to get Khalil Mack from the Bears back. Yeah, it'd be nice for that they could have a player like that. Yeah, and apparently the Bears laughed and said no, or like didn't even take the call. Um, smart, considering right. Khalil Mack. Even the the reason Khalil Mack's numbers have dropped is because they double him yeah. and triple him. Yeah, if he's in the game, you have to respond. To which him. is like the Bears have a really good defense, but part of the reason why the Bears other players look so good on paper is because Khalil Mack's yeah. taking the pressure. Yeah. It was the same with Michael Brockers and the Rams. Like the Rams let Brockers go because they knew his numbers were a little bit elevated being next to Donald yeah. and Robert Quinn on the other side yeah. of him. But um, so they asked for Khalil Mack back. They said no. So the Raiders, so he's admitting the first move he made when he got there was a mistake. And then he moved to Mari Cooper, who's now one of the highest paid wide receivers. <sighs> Can you name a, a Raiders wide receiver? Henry outside, Ruggs. It's outside of the guy they drafted last year? I mean, Darren Waller. <laughs> who's not a wide receiver? Name a wide uh, receiver. Hunter Renfro? Isn't he a Raider? I don't know. I'm pretty sure he's a Raider. Clemson wide receiver. He's a white dude. Yeah. He beat, he burned Jalen Ramsey in practice. Yeah. In their dual practice. But um, anyway, I was thinking if the Raiders don't make the playoffs this year, not even, like even if it's wild card and they lose first round, but if they don't even do that, if they don't even make the playoffs, would you fire Gruden? This would five years into a 10-year contract. And the team has not only not gotten better, if anything, they've gotten worse, and the chemistry within the team has gotten worse. Derek, Derek Carr doesn't seem to want to really... Like, he still wants to be there and be a Raider, but he doesn't seem to want to work with the organization anymore. Their late-round draft picks have hit high, harder than their... They have yet to hit a first-round pick since they've been there. I I mean, I, the, uh, arguably the notice only noticeable like pick they've had is, like, I mean, for they've had some other ones, but like Josh Jacobs is the one that's like really, yeah, really turned out. I'm pretty out. sure he was a second rounder. I think he so, was the first. Um, it's not a good resume, no, for him um, or the Raiders. Um, I don't think the Raiders are good as good at all. I think from and they're, they're in a hard they're division, so far away from what they were with that 13 and three team. Yep. And yeah, I I don't think he's. I just imagine if that Raiders team, if they didn't trade Khalil Mack. Because the picks that they got out of Khalil Mack didn't turn into the level of production Khalil Mack brought. Right. The picks they got from Amari Cooper didn't turn into the production that you were getting from Cooper. Yeah. If you were able to still get Josh Jacobs, because I'm pretty sure that was one of their original picks. Yeah. It's a different. It's a different team. It's a completely different team. And at that point, they had the highest rated offensive line or a yeah, top three offensive line. They were old, old linemen. But... Right. And now their offensive line is not great. Yeah. So. 
I don't know. I personally, my answer is yes. I would cut Gruden. I would fire Gruden. Um, I was super excited. I thought you, I, I, when they first hired Gruden, I was like, this is super smart. I think Gruden's going to do really well. Uh, it's not true. Uh, you never miss though. I never miss. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't think Gruden's good. And I think he's kind of destroyed the team from yeah, the inside. Yeah, it's, it's a Tibbs type thing. Yep. Like it sets them back. Yeah. A coach that comes in and without the perfect situation, like Tibbs gets Tibbs is his best results come from total power and control. Yeah. But with the wrong situation, he still implodes a team. Yeah. Same thing with Gruden. Yep. Um that's the football news that we had. We do have a couple other sports news. Um, it came out that eating a hot dog, there was a study that showed eating a hot dog took off 30 minutes, every yeah. hot dog takes off 30 minutes of your life. Um, if that was the case, Joey Chestnut apparently should be dead by the time he was nine. Yeah. Um, so just more proof that Joey Chestnut's the best athlete of any generation yeah, and every generation. he's supposed to be dead and he's never living. So. Yeah, so Joey Chestnut, again, we've said it, I think in four episodes now, greatest athlete ever. Yep. Um, Joey... If, if you ever see this, you are welcome on this show. Uh, man, I think we'd even go to the we'd even go to next Nathan's hot dog eating competition. We will go to, to we will go to Nathan's hot dog eating competition, and we'll have better coverage than ESPN did. I'll tell you that. I didn't watch it. At ESPN on the record breaking hot dog the service gave out, and throughout the entire uh, the entire broadcast, it kept cutting out and going back. Like, it was terrible coverage. And when he broke the record, it wasn't even broadcasted because their broadcast went down. So it was horrible. Yeah. And then the last thing uh, is some pro video game stuff. Because we are TSM fans. We like TSM for League of Legends professionals. They were trying to get in... They were in the playoffs trying to get into the world championships. Yep. They suck. <laughs> they lost to Cloud9. And it Cloud9's was... Cloud9's a good team. But... But just... I the, think Hooney is not very good. I mean, he, I would, I could, you could get everyone, but get rid of everybody. But Spica, I agree. I think Power e Power of Evil, Power of Evil did okay. Can basically, go even with whoever he's with. Yeah, and I think that's a value in its own. But Lost is not great. He looks lost out there. And Sword Art, Sword Art's garbage. Is not artsy or artistic yeah. in anything he no. does. No. Sword Art is needs to go. I, Sword Art needs to go. Sword Art or Yellow Star. Sword Art or Yellow Star doesn't like you are going. Even I think there. they made a big mistake getting rid of Broken Blade. Getting rid of Broken, Broken Blade, Blade was could take over a game. And honestly, Hauntzer on their academy team would be better. Yeah, I mean, okay, so because you're paying so Hooney, much for Hooney. When Hooney, yeah, when Hooney is like, we can when you can get Hooney ahead, Hooney can take over a game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it just. TSM did really poorly, and I think it's because this is one of the worst rosters they've ever put together. Yeah. I don't know whose decision, if it was Bjergsen, if he had roster control, or if that was all Reginald, but when they brought in who... Or, uh, um... I mean, Parth? Yeah. Parth. I, what, it, whatever. It was, this yeah, is like a really Parth. poorly put together roster. Um, shouldn't have let Broken Blade go. Shouldn't have let Broken Blade go. Speaker was emerging. Uh, Power of Evil was is fine. Yeah. I think it would have been smarter to get Tanner time. Yep. That would have been Tanner more exciting. Speaker developed well. Yeah, Demonte would have been nice. But honestly, some teams have put together like mid laners that have moved bot and vice versa. 
Demonte, I pitched it before when we decided that Sven was gone, and then after Sven, I can't remember who it was. Um, they just like our bot lane was kept doing poorly. Yeah, I thought Demonte just get make Demonte your bot laner. Like Perks is a terrific bot laner. Caps yeah. played bot well. Sure. Like I thought Demonte could have been top or bot. Like his mechanics are good enough. He's a mid laner. He played mid, so so no, I, I really I really thought we were on the same page there. So. TSM, poorly built roster. Hopefully it gets better in the future because yeah. um, this was a like this was just a regular season team that fell apart in the playoffs and, and I, all of their weaknesses I, were shown. Yeah, I felt for Spika too because like <laughs> I know how he feels. Clearly, yeah, we do. <laughs> For these last this last two weeks of league, you're the only player doing well on your team. Yeah. And like you're you're struggling because the rest of your team and is you have struggling. one other person that's at least going even or doing well, like we had that Wukong the other day. Like, yep. but you, we know how that feels. Speak up, and oh my gosh, I felt so bad for him too. I couldn't watch the last game after like five minutes into last C nine game. I had to turn it yeah. off. It was bad, and then I saw they got absolutely stomped. Yeah, so, Sword Art got caught nine times a game. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, speaking of League of Legends and video games, uh, been streaming basically every night from 7 p.m. to midnight central time. Um, it, it hasn't been going well. Hasn't been going well the past week and a half or so, but it is a consistent and entertaining stream. It's twitch.tv slash Glazier. Um, feel free to check that out on Twitch and then YouTube videos and highlights of those streams of both League of Legends and other games like Minecraft and Pokemon, uh, go up on the Glazier Gaming YouTube channel. Um, feel free to check those out as well. But, um, yeah, we've been playing a lot of League of Legends lately, and it's been really, really fun. We actually have gained a few more viewers most uh, recently, gained a couple more followers, and uh, we had a lot of interaction on a couple streams ago, and yesterday we had some, so feel free to stop by. It's actually really fun to get and communicate with you guys. I got to talk about some Pokemon. We talked about some fantasy football, so... Come along and let's just chat. It's very easy to just chat with you guys while we play, so it'd be super fun to just come hang out with us and you get like a more live interaction, and it's really entertaining. Yeah, we're going to be kind of, like I said, we've been the games have not been going well at all, no. so we're going to kind of kind of like flip the reset switch and kind of get back to the basics. Like so when we first started. Yeah, we're going to be playing a lot of the same champions. Um, to but... get our mechanics up better, last hitting... Our map awareness is good, so just last hitting, team fighting, and how to carry when your team sucks. Yeah. And now that's it for sports, video games, that sort of thing. Thanks for watching this podcast and listening to this podcast. Um, we appreciate you just as much as our uh, Marvel and other viewers and listeners, so thank you. Um, for those on Spotify, this is going to be confusing because it'll be one whole thing. Uh Thank you so much. Um, we will see you next week. There will probably be more sports news as the regular season of NFL shows up, as fantasy football gets started. Our draft is this weekend. Yep, it's so Sunday. It's Sunday, so we'll let you know how our teams do. Um, we'll give you some free agent updates and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. And uh, thank you very much. Appreciate you so much. GG. GG. Welcome back to the Glazier Gamble Podcast. This is episode 10. I am Michael Glazier. I am Joe Gamble. And <laughs> you laugh at that every time. I'm going to, because I mean, it's not. Um, but yeah, we're going to jump right into some, we have a lot of topics uh, to cover for you today. This podcast talks about sports 
video games, Marvel. Um, this section that you've clicked on today is the Marvel slash video games and entertainment video. So hope you really enjoy. We're going to start off with the big news. Um, we tend to start off with this every time we do Marvel stuff, but um, we're actually going to go in order of when these products are releasing. So it's What If, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, and then some extras that we have, like some video games like Marvel Future Revolution and some things like that, that we're going to cover at the end. Um, but we're going to go based on an order of when they're releasing. So first we're going to cover What If. New episode is next Wednesday. Most previous, uh, most recent episode was yesterday. We record on Thursdays. Um, this was my least favorite episode of What If so far. Just want to throw that out right away. Um, I didn't like the first episode too much, but this one, in my opinion, was worse. Um, it was good, but it was like it was closer to okay than good for me. It was predictable, and. It just didn't have like a ton of original storyline. Right. It was basically retelling the, the same story like yeah, the first episode. The one the one thing I do I do really like about it is that you have the scene from Incredible Hulk where he's at the campus. Sure. Right? You have that scene. That has never been tied to the MCU. Right. Yeah. So people like, forget so Incredible now Hulk you know, was the first movie. Yeah. Buzzfeed never yeah. um Buzzfeed thinks it's Iron Man. Yeah. So but it showed that essentially at that same time where uh, where Hawkeye was looking at Thor, right? Where Iron Man was hungover or whatever, and they met him at the, the diner. Um, Cap's still frozen at this point. Uh, but then uh, Banner, that whole Incredible Hulk scene, Banner was at that campus. So, like, that, all that stuff is happening at the same time, which mm -hmm. you don't know that. A lot of people don't yeah. notice that yeah. until this show. Yeah, so I thought that was I thought that was cool. Um, for those who don't know, the episode um, was titled something like "What if Earth lost its greatest heroes?" Yeah. Um, so basically, what if? Spoiler alert! What if all the primary Avenger heroes died? And that was the Except whole. Cap. And yeah, and that was the whole premise of the episode. Um, it starts with Tony in that diner, and he's hungover, and Sasha. Natasha. 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 I always want to say Sasha. Uh, Natasha and Nick Fury go to help him with his hangover and then talk to him about joining the Avengers and joining S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, however, when they shoot him with the antidote, he dies. Yep. And Tony Stark dies, and then uh, Black Widow is wanted for his murder. Um, and right there, I was like, that's weird. There was some, there's got to be something in that antidote, or this time he reacted to the injection or something. And I was like, ah, that's that's a weird. Sure. Um, then after that, it was Thor reshooting from the first episode where he Mjolnir shows up um, across the, what is that called? The, They're in, like, Australia. I know, but what's that, what's that beam of light called from Thor? The Bifrost. Yeah, the Bifrost. The Mjolnir comes through with Thor, and Thor goes and tries to break into the shield facility. facility yeah. And when Hawkeye's aiming at him like he was in the first movie, when he's told to stand down, he lets go and shoots Thor and yeah. kills him. Yeah. The arrow that hits Thor kills him instead while he's reaching for Mjolnir. Yeah. Um, and right there, I was like... Okay, so there's again, there's probably something chemical that was injected into Hawkeye or something. The one the one issue I had with this is um, you've seen Thor Ragnarok, mm -hmm. and in Thor Ragnarok he doesn't have Mjolnir. Yep, it got shattered by Hela. Yep, and he goes toe to toe with Hulk. Yeah, and 
barely gets scratched. Barely gets scratched. You're telling me he just gets he gets yeeted against walls, he gets punched multiple times and, and his his skin can't break from that. But then he gets shot by like a human arrow and and he just dies. Like that arrow, like if it was vibranium, possibly because vibranium is from outer space, vibranium probably could pierce his skin. But like that didn't make sense to me how just a normal arrow could kill Thor. So, so my thing is, so when Thor is stripped of his power, like being not worthy of Mjolnir, the first thing that Odin does is he has those circles on his yeah. chest, and I believe that's him stripping Thor of his superhuman strength. And it's stripping Thor of his elemental abilities of lightning and those sorts of things. So I believe each one is ripping out his powers, which is why he's like, oh, oh, when Odin does that to him. And then the final part is whispering into Mjolnir that whoever's worthy may hold this hammer. Um, So I think he was able to get killed by Hawkeye because he was completely stripped of. So he was a mortal human when he landed on Earth. Yeah, but he's still, I mean, he still has Guardian. Right, but I think that strips from his Asgard. Like, that strip, like, when he landed on Earth, he was mid-Guardian. He was no longer Asgardian. That's how I take it. Sure. Otherwise, you're right, it makes no sense. Yeah, okay. Um, Then, while Hawkeye is being held in his cell for murder of this guy that they don't know who it is, um, he dies in his cell, surprisingly, like, randomly. And it was right there. It was while Hawkeye was laying in his cell... I said, this is Ant-Man. I was like, Ant-Man is killing all these people. I was like, Ant-Man was in the syringe. I was like, I was like, Ant-Man was in the syringe. And then I was like, Ant-Man would be small enough to shoot the arrow. Sure. And then I was like, an Ant-Man would have been small enough to break Clint's neck or something undetected right. on camera. And I was like, this is Ant-Man. And like, that was the point where I thought it was Ant-Man. Um, while they were in the... They were doing research or in the library or something like Black Widow. They were doing something. Um, just wanted to throw this like little Easter egg out there. There was a pizza place called Stanley's Pizza Parlor. That was that was at uh, um, uh, Betty Ross's. Okay. Um, thing because there's yeah there's like pizza stuff and he's like Are you hungry Betty or something like that. But that was a shout out to Stanley, the yep. create one of the co-creators of Marvel. Um. Rest in peace. But then after... Rest in pizza. Rest in pizza, Stanley. Yeah. Um, but then after, later in the episode, Loki shows up. He comes with the entire Asgardian army um, with the Warriors 3 looking for whoever killed Thor. trying And they want to kill whoever killed Thor. And Nick Fury says, we're on the same boat. We also yeah. are looking for who killed our agents because the person who killed Thor also killed our people. Um, then Loki says you have 24 hours basically until I destroy your plant, your entire planet. Oh yeah, and now since Thor is dead, Loki is considered the crown prince of Asgard. He is now the direct um, lineage to the throne, which is why the end of the episode makes less sense to me because you'll find out that in a little bit. Um, then they move on to Banner, Brand Banner, and General Ross. Is there and he they so Black Widow shows up at the college, college. the university university of where Liv Tyler was the original yeah, actress. Betty Ross. Betty Ross was helping Banner, and when Widow goes there, she goes to just talk to Ross, but then finds out that Banner is there. Yeah, she was looking for Banner, and then she's like, she was looking second. for Banner, and uh, 
Banner, well, when they find Banner, Banner comes out. General Ross shows up at the university. They have a whole bunch of soldiers there to collect Black Widow and Banner. And um, it appears that that Banner is shot in the arm by a soldier. And that that made him angry and turns him into Hulk to go fight everybody. Um, When that happened, I I thought that was Ant-Man again. I was like, yep. Uh, that like confirmed to me this is Ant Man. This is he. Ant Man is for some reason evil. Another uh, another little thing. If that technically is like the same same scene as in the Incredible Hulk, Emil Blonsky should have been there. All Super Soldier serumed up, too. Like he technically should have been there but they because weren't. because he gets tossed against a tree and everyone presumes he's dead. But then he heals super quickly and then because he's like, a Super Soldier. Yeah, and they're like he wants more and then he turns into Eight Bomb, but. Neil Blonsky should have been there, too. Maybe they couldn't get the actor. Or they just... This is a different universe, so they didn't have to put him in there. Something easy like that. But, um... Anyway. So, it turns out that this was Ant-Man. It's just not Paul Rudd's... Not Scott Scott Lang. Lang. It is Hank Pym, who has turned himself into the new Yellow Jacket. He's He's got got the Yellow Jacket on. He no longer is Ant-Man for good. He is now Yellow Jacket for evil. Um, we'll tell you why in a little bit, but he killed Tony Stark by going inside the syringe and then killing Tony from the inside. He killed Thor by snap. He like caused Hawkeye. He caused Hawkeye to let go and misfire. He went inside. They didn't show how he killed Hawkeye, but it appeared as if he flew out of his ear. So we're assuming he went inside and did something with his brain, severed a spinal cord or something like that. Yeah. Um. Killed him that way, and then you find out he went inside of uh, Bruce oh, Banner's that's what the arms. Gunshot looked like. That's why it looked like a gunshot, and then he used Hank's pin particles on Bruce Banner's heart, and it causes Hulk to implode and die. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so Widow goes into a um like an old abandoned library, which I assume was probably an old. They had an old like shield computer there where she could access files yeah and she's obviously wanted for tony stark's murder so she can't uh she can't get into those those secret secret files so she calls colson is like colson i need your help and colson's like you're not trusted by shield whatever and he's and uh natasha goes clint was my friend too like right my friends too and then colson says all right my password is steve 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 I love Steve 0704. Yes. So. He also, at earlier in the episode, called Thor very attractive and said he smelled him incredible, mm-hmm. even dead. And then Hawkeye was like, oh, he does have great hair. Yeah. So. But yeah, so he loves Steve and 74 is probably July 4th for Captain America Day. Independence Day. But anyway. And then, um, and then Natasha feels someone creeping up on her and, uh, turns around, talks to them and then proceeds to just, uh. Get her, get her butt handed to her yeah. by an invisible force. But it turns out it's just a very small, small person force. Yeah, it's Hank Pym who is now Yellow Jacket. <laughs> um, and we found out Hank dies. Oh, yeah, and then at that point, um, she tries to I call Fury. She tries to call Fury, and she's like, "Hope, it's all about hope." Right. And the hope she's referring to, which, if you are a fan of Ant Man or know the comics, you know Hank Pym's daughter's name is Hope. Hope. So at that point, it should have been pretty clear to most people that this is Ant-Man. This is now... But now you know it's Hank Pym, not Scott Lang. 
Um, but yeah, it turns out that Hope must have been working for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep, because it says Agent Hope, or like they refer to her. She's just an agent or something like that. Right, so in this world, she work, or this universe, she works for a, uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., which it makes sense because Pym Particles have been like, or like Pym Industries yeah. have worked with S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, and that he had a huge falling out with S.H.I.E.L.D. At, over Howard Stark wanted to do something with Pym Particles. Right. But in this universe, it probably was Hope got killed some way right on in a shield mission and so, so that's the big difference between this universe and our universe is like shield and pym working together P- hope dies never becomes wasp yeah. and instead of scott lang ever becoming ant-man the hank pym the original ant-man becomes yellow jacket so yeah. david cross never becomes yellow jacket scott lang never becomes ant-man like, you know, we don't get those heroes um also throughout the episode there's little like there's like fade out shots every single one of them has the watcher in the sky and i thought those shots were really cool just to remind you that the watcher is always paying attention and um watching different universes all at once um just really cool cinematic views were really fun and uh yeah part probably my favorite part of the episode was the Loki disguised as Nick Fury yeah. fighting Hank Pym. Knew that's how that's how it was how it was going to. I was like Fury couldn't be able to like he wouldn't have as Guardian, right? Yeah. And the Watcher shots. Right. Um, but then yeah, Loki then fights Pym um, after we find out after they all come to the conclusion they realize it's Hank when Nick is like oh Hope Hope Van Dyne. He yeah, finds Nick out. figures it out. He goes to the Destroyer and is like I need to talk to your boss. And he tells Loki I know who killed Thor. I need your help. And then Loki fights him. And then Loki decides after beating Hank Pym instead of going back to Asgard, I'm going to rule Earth. Yeah. And then he uh, stays and takes over. He's like at a UN United Nations yep. meeting and decides. Um, yeah, I am. I'm here to be your new ruler because you guys need ruling. Yeah. Um, and so, in order to fight Loki, Nick Fury calls Captain Marvel. Calls Captain Marvel, and he goes and gets Captain America. And he goes and grabs Captain America, and the episode ends with him looking at Cap's shield and talking to Captain Marvel. And Captain Marvel's like, who do we gotta fight? Or who do like we that. gotta fight? And so, I guess the biggest thing is, like, um, most of these what-if episodes, since they're so short, it makes me, like, want more. That episode so- needed... 30 more minutes minimum. So, now I'm telling myself, much like the first one, much like the the first episode, when it was Captain Carter and Hawkeye, I was like, who who would be on this new team to fight Loki? So, it would be Captain America, Captain Marvel, who else? So, so yeah, I agree. What if needs some longer... It, it, it has me wanting more because of the shorter yeah. episodes. They try to shove it all in. It just doesn't work. And, um... T'Challa's episode was um, was like well done and perfectly done. That could have even been longer, but the first and third episodes clearly were rushed to try to fit that shorter episode yeah. timeline. Um, the last little thing we have about what if was actually a question that you saw on the internet that somebody said that T'Challa's Star Lord was just a straight up statement by them was better than Peter Quill's Star Lord. Yeah, T'Challa's Star Lord was better in one what if episode than Peter Quill than. Peter Quill's Star-Lord in four movies. Right. And uh, you disagree? I did. I disagree. Um, But the main reason you disagreed was uh, you had a few reasons. Well, I mean, like, T'Challa never went through what, like, what Peter went through. So, like, Peter lost his mom due to cancer. Um, 
yeah, yeah, due to cancer. And then he gets taken by the Ravagers. The Ravagers don't. Like, Peter Quill probably has no idea what's going on. Um, Yondu takes advantage of that and tr basically trains him in the ways of the Ravagers. Um, his dad's not a ego maniacal uh, ego celestial. Um, he doesn't meet the Guardians of the Galaxy. Like he meets the Guardians of the Galaxy, where T'Challa goes through none of that. And T'Challa's already like a full raised royal, taught well by a king who was trained, he was next in line to be king in a extremely advanced society. Yeah. So, yeah, he started off better than Peter, and it's it's just, it's not as well-developed as of a character. Because yeah. the only reason that person thinks T'Challa is better is they either don't like Chris Pratt, that's probably part of it, yeah. but also because they know what T'Challa is like as Black Panther. Yeah. They So they think about Black Panther, they think about Chadwick Boseman, and they think about how good that episode was. Right. What they don't think about is, like, you need tragedy to reach comedy and success. Yeah, and for T'Challa, it was losing his, losing his dad. We don't have that in yeah, Star-Lord. T'Chaka. So, so he's, it, like, T'Challa as Star-Lord was just nothing but good. There yeah. was no bad. Yeah. There's nothing bad. Which is wonderful and great. Where Star-Lord's also, like, lost everything. Right. Star-Lord goes through tons of ebbs and flows. Yeah. And which is what, in my opinion, makes him yeah. a better Star-Lord. Sure. And... That is all we have for What If. We're going to move on to the next release. So, that is it for What If Talk. Um, that comes out on the 1st. The next episode comes out on the 1st. We'll definitely be talking about that. But another thing we'll be talking about, which comes out on the 3rd, we're going to go see that, is Shang-Chi. Yep. Um, very excited for this movie. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things. Multiple uh, credit scenes. The biggest thing for me is not going to the bathroom during the movie. Yeah. Oh, and going to the bathroom afterwards. Yeah. I, I can't pee next to you anymore. No. That's, I have too much fun in bathrooms. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. I just, I, I, I'm a little It's like ridiculous. a fire hose. <laughs> and it's, it just takes forever. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. I'm excited for that movie a lot, except yeah. for the trying to hold my pee during the movie. Um, that's the biggest reason I like streaming movies, by the way. Like this whole yeah, you theater can release. Yeah. I can pause yeah, they're, the depending bathroom. on the su success of this, they're going to do... Premiere access, yeah. possibly going forward. Apparently, if Shang-Chi does poorly, they're going to delay Eternals. And what is... My thing is, what is poorly? Is poorly losing to Free Guys opening? Is losing... Is doing poorly not hitting 200 million or 100 million in their opening weekend? Yeah. Like, what, what is your yeah. poorly... What is your standard? Because Black Widow, when you combined the f release and the theater... She made almost uh, just over a hundred million. I it think was, it was like fifty-two it was like, and fifty-two. It was like eighty and sixty. I thought so. It was, it was like, almost fifty-fifty, yeah. but still, like, so are you saying it has to be better than what Black Widow made combined, or is it just that what Black Widow? I need to know what their standard yeah, is. Yeah, because exactly. if you're really threatening delaying Eternals, I need to hear details. Yeah. Um, I really hope that doesn't happen because rumor is they delayed Venom 2 again. It's just a rumor. It's potential. But I mean, well, like we think they're going to delay it two week, two more weeks. I think they're going to delay it um, to January of... 
I think they're at least going to do it two more weeks because it's tied up with Dune right now. Now right? and or then, Halloween the, and then the following week is Halloween Kills. Yeah. So like they have to delay it at least two more weeks if they want the least amount of competition. But now it's rumored they're going to delay it to when Morbius's original release date would be. Okay, so it was like so it was like March. It was January. Oh, January. March is um, Morbius. I don't know. No, March was some. Oh, March was a Midnight Suns video game. But yeah, okay. January is when it was originally, it was potentially going to be delayed till, um, but yeah, and I, I've tweeted multiple times, I hate these movie delays, like I get yeah. it, I get it, they're trying to maximize their money, and try to maybe rework some movie stuff, but um, if Shang-Chi, I really hope, like go see it in theaters, if this is what, it, if it's what it takes to go, like Eternals to come out, even if Eternal, it makes Eternals come out via streaming, I don't want it to get delayed. Well yeah, I mean, I, I'm almost. It doesn't need to get yeah, delayed. Yeah, if, if. If I think with how much we enjoyed watching Black Widow at home rather than going, I um, if we go see Shang Chi and it it does well and they premiere access things, I'm gonna premiere access. I'll premiere access. Premiere access eternal. For sure. Have, we'll throw a little party. That's a yeah. Um, another thing about Shang Chi. So the new trailer for Shang Chi came out. That's why like we wanted to talk about it as well as the delay. Um, the new trailer didn't really bring too much new information. It showed, gave you a little more light into what the characters are going to be like. I made you see, like, Aquafina's character is definitely going to be comedic relief through yeah. the whole movie. She doesn't seem to have, like, a serious point, at least that they have shown yet. Yeah. Um, I like Aquafina a That's lot. That's kind of her character she plays. Aquafina's right. Character, so. Um, so, um, I'm excited to see that. I think she's going to do really well, and Simu Liu's character seems, um... Like, it's going to be really well-developed and similar to Star-Lord's character, which Simu Liu has mentioned a couple different cameos or collaborations he would like to have Shang-Chi do, which one is there is a version of the comics where Spider-Man loses his Spidey sense and has to learn the way of the spider martial arts style, and he thinks it would be great to have that storyline, but have Shang-Chi be the one to teach him that way of the spider and to get them to collab that way. Um, and the other thing is because he would like to have some sort of interaction with the Guardians of the Galaxy because he thinks Peter Quill and Shang-Chi would get along so well. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, I'm just a huge fan of Simu Liu. Um, mm-hmm. Just from the from the instant he is like, hey, Marvel, like, let's do Shang-Chi. Like, and then just, that's just, that's, yeah. he is Shang-Chi. And he's so. just, he's just fun. He seems cool. Yeah. Just like a cool guy. I don't know too much about him. He just seems... Yeah, he seems down So I am very excited. You know, we already got tickets to see it on the fourth. Yep. Um, and yeah, I can't wait. And the way of the spider thing. Um, so Iron Fist, we learned that what's his name, Vin Jones. Vin Jones refused to yeah, really take the job practice. seriously yeah. in practice. Tom Holland takes his craft, especially the physical acting. He do, apparently he's doing so many of his own stunts that they're getting mad at him because yeah. they don't want him to hurt himself because he's too valuable. Um, I think that is a perfect thing because he would try. He, I think he would guaranteed learn all of the actual way of the spider martial arts. I saw arts. a little. Um, I saw a little. <laughs> every morning, uh, I saw a little possible thing that Marvel wants to do a like a team red type thing, which um, I didn't know much about it, but it had pictures of Spider Man, Deadpool, and Daredevil. Okay. So if I remember right, Shang Chi typically wears red attire too. So like that could. You could do that. And that would too. would that 
So that would be going up against the hand, then, most likely. They're just a bunch of red. You don't know who's hitting who. Okay. Just red all over. I don't know. That's what I would assume. Yeah, I don't know. But that could be that could get your interaction there. Cool. Um, yeah. That's really it we have for Shang-Chi, though. Yep. Just a little bit of tidbits. It's coming out soon. Um, most of the information that you'll want to hear or see is already out there. We've talked about it in previous episodes. So we'll be, we'll be talking about Shang-Chi in two weeks. We'll be talking about the movie as a whole. Pro- it might even get its own episode like we might just talk about shang chi for an what if shang chi that might just be it like it's we're gonna talk about it just like black widow we talked about that we're gonna talk about shang chi um now we're actually gonna move on so so that comes out on the third the next thing that comes out after that is the eternals we just had the you had one thing that you saw about the eternals oh just the um when it comes to like i know they've done this with simileo for instance like just the perfect, perfect person for that role. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Anthony Mackie was in Insta cast for for Captain Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, Captain Falcon. Uh, Chris Evans, Captain America. They're all just like perfect. So Gemma or Gemma Chan. Yep. Um, which she played Minerva in Captain Marvel. She's playing Cersei in this one. She apparently, by like the writers or the producers or whatever, just said she is like. Chris Evans level perfect for the role. Awesome. So, um, that stuff like that is what should make you excited for movies because if you're not even a huge Marvel fan or like you don't really know too much about the Eternals timeline, know that there's going to be an actor that is probably going to steal spotlight. Yeah, I've also I've also heard the same thing about Richard Madden. That makes sense with Icarus. He's I mean Game of Thrones just perfect. Yeah, perfect. Just serious scenes like him with the lasers looks so intense. And then just, he has got that little bit of comedic relief, too, throughout it, so. Uh, so, yeah, I think that movie, I'm, I'm getting more excited about it. I'm still not excited about everybody seeming OP, yeah. um, overpowered. Yeah. Uh, I'm still not excited about that, but the more I hear about the movie, the more I like about it, and Angelina Jolie has really, yeah. she does it well yeah. and everything, yeah. so. She's a big Disney, Disney person. I want to see Kit Harington, too. I've, they've showed very little Black Knight. That's on purpose. Very little That's Black Knight. That's on purpose. So. Uh, after that... That's it for Eternals. The next thing that's coming out after that is No Way Home. Yeah, there's not much much news about that. No. Uh, so. The most anticipated... So, Brandon Davis, huge Marvel guy, said that Endgame was the most anticipated tra- movie trailer ever. He says even with the how successful this No Way Home trailer was, that he, there was still no, nothing that measures up to Endgame. Um because of how long they delayed releasing the trailer, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's the true. second, uh, the second shortest between the f- the first trailer and the um, the release date. The only other one was the Incredible Hulk. So <laughs> this mo- so finally the No Way Home trailer came out after a leak that turned out to be uh, like a minorly correct leak. It wasn't fully correct, it was but like it had a phone recording a phone recording a phone recording right. a laptop. But it had a, a watermark. It had a watermark and the name of an employee who had worked on, like, Pacific Rim, the digital effects yeah. worker for a lot, like, they did the digital effects for, like, Pacific Rim of Malaysia or um, India, like, had yeah. done international it, it, it did just, work. it did just, it, like, the thing was dubbed in India. Yeah. Like, so, that report came out earlier. It was dubbed in India before it was, so that makes sense. And then the com- the comic book company, like, there was a page that was linked to it, like, comic whatever, um, was linked to it. They have a guy named Charles Murphy who runs that. 
who he came out saying, I have never once nor will I ever leak something, especially not pertaining to something so large. The person that did leak this information used to work for them and attached their name to it, but that guy had no longer Whoa. worked for the company. So the leaker uh, like put these people's names on there to try to sabotage to try to them. sabotage to them. get Marvel to come at them. Exactly. So they did they know who leaked it and um, Sony Marvel have been doing everything in their power to get stuff trademark, taken, yeah. taken, taken down. So that one ended up being not super accurate, but then in the morning of the day of the release, the full... So the trailer ended up being 2 minutes and 50 seconds. Day, also, CinemaCon was that day. Yes. So Sony was running CinemaCon. They um, there was a 2 minute and 50 second trailer that was released. 1 minute and 59 seconds of the trailer was completely leaked in the morning. And a lot of people watched it before the official trailer. Um, uh, it was supposed to debut at 8.30 p.m. Um, that is when CinemaCon started. They brought the, the a Sony um, like chief of production or whatever out. And I, I, mean, I was sitting there from 8.30 till about 8.50, 8.55, just refreshing my page. And then, you know, it came out, and it I texted dropped. you, I was like, it dropped. Or and whatever. I was already so, watching it. Yeah, <laughs> just trying to get it. Um, I watched it. Uh, so How it, many times? I watched it, if I'm not exaggerating, I don't want to probably six or seven times. Yeah, I probably watched it, like, four or five. Um, I also, throughout multiple of those, was pause, rewind, yeah. pause. I was, I was looking for stuff. Um it broke the record for most trailer views in 24 hours, beating Endgame. It had 356 million versus 289 for Endgame. Yep. So it was huge, and obviously people have been waiting for it. Um, it was huge. Yeah. They revealed Doc Ock is back. Mm -hmm. Green Goblin is back with his pumpkin, pumpkin bombs. Bomb. Same exact design as the Sam Raimi pumpkin bomb. Yeah. So rumored to be Willem Dafoe. It's probably going to be Willem Dafoe, considering it is the same actor who played Doc Ock in yep. the second Spider-Man. Yeah. Otto Octave. So, um, Alfred Molina. Doctor Strange is in it. Uh, what's the guy who leaves? What's his name? He's going to Shang-Chi. Wong. Wong is shown leaving um, with Doctor Strange before they cast a spell for Spider-Man to try to get rid of everyone's memory that he took that when Mysterio revealed who his oh, identity ooh. was. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, it's, there's a little time difference because this one, uh, Spider-Man No Way Home happens directly after the events of Far From Home. Right, yep. So, directly after. So, technically... And Peter's face, they show it, is everywhere. It's on news boards. Yeah. It's everywhere. It's so this happens before Shang-Chi happens. Right. So we assume that it's Wong going to this tournament like you see him in the, uh, you see him you in the trailer. It looks like it he's looks probably like heading to the Shang-Chi tournament because yeah. he's in Shang-Chi. Yeah. Um, Doctor Strange is going to help Peter with removing everybody's memory. And then it looks like Peter starts... Second guess. He enters the spell. He enters the spell and he doesn't want Mary he's Jane yeah, he's, to. Uh, he's making forget. like uh, like his own edits to yeah. the spell. He's getting cold feet about losing everybody losing their information because Doctor Strange's like, that's not how the spell works. Stop talking, stop talking. But then the spell backfires and opens up the multiverse. Yeah. Which is probably going to leak right into Multiverse of Madness. Um, but that is what brings in the other Doctor Ock and 
Green Goblin. You see Lightning. Sandman. You see Electro. Sand, Sandman thing. So. so Sandman's probably coming back. Electro, Electro except and, Electro's not blue. He's yellow. Yep, looks like yellow. And, and then uh, you think Lizard. It looks like Lizard. It looks like it's either Lizard or it, in my In my opinion, it's most likely Lizard. Just because I think it's if lizard. you go if you go through all the movies, you've got the first Spider-Man mm-hmm. and the villains, Green Goblin. Yep. You've got the second Spider-Man, Doc Ock. Third Spider-Man, Venom. No, you got uh, Sandman. Yep. The third one, The Amazing Spider-Man one. You got Lizard, and then The Amazing Spider-Man two. You got Electro. And it sounds like Topher Grace might be in it. Really? Yeah. So just a little heads up there. Rumor is Topher Grace is going to be in it. So we might potentially see two Venoms. I would like to see our Venom eat Topher Grace's <laughs> Venom. I would like to see it be Eddie Brock. Not as Venom, and then the other Eddie Brock as Venom. Yeah. But I'm also cool with that. Yeah. But yeah, rumor is that Topher Grace is there, and apparently was in this, in this, he was rumored to be in the same place that Tobey Maguire is currently, and that is near where they're filming. Got it. Just All the, right, well, I'll wait to see. I think that is a rumor throwing people off. I don't think people, not only do it, because Topher Grace has a bad reputation of working with people. Yeah. But um, also, people weren't a fan of his yeah. Uh, Venom. Yeah. Well, so, but people also that. weren't a fan of Sandman and stuff, and he's in yeah. it. So, I don't know. I'm excited for it. Uh, all these other universes are collecting, which means Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are most likely going to be in it. Yeah, they're not going to show them. You're not going to get those. You're not seeing them in no. a trailer. Even in the final trailer, when it does come out, you're not it's seeing gonna it. It's going to be a big reveal. It's going to be awesome. Um, I'm in the minority. I love Andrew Garfield's... It, it's similar to... Brie Larson and Captain Marvel. She's a victim of bad writing and bad direction. Yeah. Andrew Garfield was a victim of the worst Spider-Man writing and directing ever. Yeah. He was a great Spider-Man, but he was a different direction They're for all... Spider-Man being written as if it was the same. Like they were writing a Tom Holland quirky Spider-Man but pitched Andrew Garfield who's like an older, mature, yeah. still funny but not the same. Spider-Man. Yeah, they're all different and they're all great in their own in their own thing. So I'm I'm all for it. Uh, Toby Maguire's costume is my favorite. I'm most excited for a possibility of getting all of these three these two guys back and Miles Morales. I would love yeah, Miles. and Miles Morales will have his time. Um, but at the potential of getting a Sony produced with Marvel's help with Kevin Feige's help, Spider-Man Four and the Amazing Spider-Man Three. A continuation of their stories. That would be super cool. That would be so cool. Because if you're Sony, you can now... And this is what they said. They're, they're like, your these other universes that we have, Venom, Morbius, Craven. They are starting a Spider-Man universe. They, universe. Started, they officially named it. Yeah. So now you can you can do this with these other Spider-Man. And Spider-Man sells not out, nine out of every ten action figures yep. that sells. Spider-Man it's, action Of figures. all action figures, it's Spider-Man. Yeah. If you have three Spider-Man and an amazing Spider-Verse, uh, yeah. if you have Into the Spider-Verse, of so four different Spider-Man, just keep profiting off of it. Yeah. every I will go see all of them. Yeah. Everyone will oh, go I'll, see yeah, all of they'll them. They'll see all of them. I'll go see Spider-Man 4. I'll all go see those Amazing kids, Spider-Man All those 3. kids want to go... Uh, us kids want to go see Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. Like, yeah, everybody who was a kid then wants to see it, too. Yeah. Like, I want to see... Bring in the Sinister Six... Bring in like you got five of them in this movie. You were gonna write, and you were gonna bring in Rhino at the end of the Amazing Spider-Man Two. Yeah, you were gonna bring in 
Um, the next villain rumored for Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was supposed to be Mysterio. Bruce Bruce Campbell's Mysterio. Yeah. It was supposed so, to be Mysterio. So, like, you can keep pressing these forward and, uh, yeah, push them all. But this and, trailer... And then just, just the fact that um, the same uh, newspaper in Andrew Garfield's Daily... Like, the Daily Bugle in Andrew Garfield's universe yeah. is the same... It's the same newspaper in Venom's universe. Right. So, is that... Because I don't think you see... You don't, I don't think you meet Eddie Brock and Andrew Garfield's. No, nope, right. you don't. So, if is that... Is that their... Like, you know what I mean? Is that going to be their connection? Is, is Eddie Brock? Is that the Eddie Brock from... Or is it going to be the... I can't think of the other Venom's name in the comics, but when it's not Eddie Brock, there's a different name. There's... Flash, Flash Thompson has his... So, moment. Yeah, but he's anti-venom i think right so but they might there's i think there's a second venom so maybe that'll be andrew garfield's venom yeah anyway that the trailer brings up the potential of all of those it's a really dark scene i took a screenshot at it um to me i couldn't tell what it there's 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 one part i couldn't tell you sent me a screenshot literally seven literally seven frames yeah and then the part that i saw I watched it over and over and over. I couldn't tell what it was. It looked like maybe tentacles or arms. Maybe it's Mephisto. Um, it's Mephisto. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's so. probably Lizard. It they, could be Scorpion. Well, the part that I saw, I don't know what it is because I think they showed it that quick because they don't want you to know. They just yeah. want to tease you. So they made it perfectly clear. Even if it's going to be completely different in the movie and it'll actually be clear and vivid, you'll be able to see what it is. They doctored it so you couldn't tell what it right. was. Um, you mentioned Bruce Campbell. But, um, yeah, I think it's Lizard, not Venom. You yeah. think it's Lizard, not Venom. However, if Topher Grace is in it, there's a better chance that Venom is also in it two different ways. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm very excited. That's um, the, that's... Oh, also in Dr. Ock, his tentacles are red yeah, in so... the trailer, which means that the tentacles are in control and there's a brain neuralizer yeah, the, in there. Yeah, then... The, uh... Neurotransmitter, or neurotransmitter whatever is broken and so um in in uh, spider-man 2 uh Otto octavius actually takes back control and then he works with peter to send the i forgot what the vitrium bomb or whatever basically the power of the sun in a bomb yeah, yeah. and he shoves it down into the the bridge or whatever down with it yeah he goes down with it so but in this but in, in the trailer in this one the tentacles are red which means the tentacles have Control. control. So yeah. that thing's broken back there, and Octavius has to have, doesn't have control anymore. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I've, I've never been this excited for a Marvel movie, I don't think. Maybe Venom, just because I'm some, like, I yeah. favor Venom I mean, I'm so much. I'm excited for the second one, too. But Spider-Man Universe and X-Men Universe are my favorite Marvel universes. Um, I'm starting to grow on, like, the newer school ones. Like, I do like Fantastic Four, Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I like some of these different ones, but, um, X-Men and Spider-Man. Yeah. I'm always excited for, and this one looks like it's fine. It's gonna be huge. Yeah. This and Multiverse of Madness are gonna be huge. It's gonna be crazy. Which Multiverse of Madness? We're gonna talk about next. Multiverse of Madness, according to Daniel Richtberg of CNBC... Wanda will be fighting a Foxverse character in Multiverse of Madness, which immediately got Jean Grey and Magneto to start trending and trend all day long. I just checked. They are still trending. Yeah. And Um, Evan Peters is now trending as well. I think it's more of an American horror Horror story. Horror story, but it's also, I saw some Quicksilver stuff. Yeah. So, 
I think either one of those three uh, would be good choices. Um, I don't think that Marvel wants to uh, bring Jean Grey into the mix. I think you should get as far away from Dark Phoenix as possible. Yeah, just um, stop doing the Dark Phoenix story. I don't care what how Sophie Turner did. I don't anything like that. Stay away from. Just don't do the. There Dark are Phoenix very story few line. Fox characters that you would want to bring in. Yeah, we um, can name Michael them on Fassbender. Our... As Hugh Jackman cameo. Hugh Jackman. Michael Fassbender, Evan Peters, and um, James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Except I want James McAvoy to be recast as something. Like I would have. I wanted James McAvoy as Moon Knight. He's one of the guys I was considering for Moon Knight, which is because of Split. Yeah. Um. Think he would have done well there. However, I wouldn't mind him recast as something else, or you know, just leave him be and let him do his own thing. But Michael Fassbender and Evan Peters are the other like people that I would say. And Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman says he's not interested in doing anything Wolverine anymore. So. The other thing could be Deadpool. Could be Deadpool. Nobody, nobody has brought up Deadpool. Yeah, he was. I mean, he's been rumored for Multiverse of Madness. So um, he was just with Taika Waititi dressed up as Deadpool. Yeah. So he has access to. Yeah. So, in my opinion, nobody was talking about Deadpool. I think Deadpool is one major person that they sh- that she could fight. I think Magneto and Quicksilver are on the table. Still, I think I don't, she wouldn't. She wouldn't. She would reckon, recognize. Quicksilver as Ralph Boner. But unless she was given the information previously, she wouldn't recognize Magneto. Yeah, she wouldn't know Magneto. My thing is uh, Elizabeth Olsen (laughs) she said that playing Wanda in Multiverse of Madness was completely different than WandaVision. Right. However, that was a completely mentally taxing, serious, dramatic role as Wanda and having to fight her brother or father even if she doesn't know it's her father or she eventually does is also severely mentally taxing aggressive and you're back to that same Wanda right who's kind of like might be on the edge of going crazy right so I would assume if this is really a different Wanda that it wouldn't be Magneto it wouldn't be Quicksilver and if it was Polaris it would still be like a stepsister or like a right half-sister. So, Jean Grey to me makes sense, but I think that would be a stupid decision. Yeah. So, if that is what happens, that is a fail on Disney's part. Unless they bring in Sophie Turner's or just any Phoenix from the past and just have Wanda kill them, but then that's mentally taxing. Like, you just want to get rid of them, sure, but I don't know. But if it's it's Quicksilver or Magneto... It doesn't really change the character. But if it's Deadpool, then yeah, that um, to me that makes sense. It would be completely different. It would be a comedic role, kind of. It would be more of a... Wanda could, like, blast his arm off, and he'd be like, what What, what are you doing? And then she yeah. wouldn't understand how, like, I, I'm supposed to be killing you, and I'm not. And yeah. maybe that completely kind of, like, changes her character a little bit. Yeah. Deadpool would just automatically know who she is. Because right. Because it's Deadpool. Right. So, yeah. Because he's like, I asked them, points to the screen, yeah. the audience, like... <laughs> Um, yeah, so, to me, Deadpool is the one that stuck out to me in my head as, like, that is the biggest one that makes sense with what we've been hearing. Um, otherwise it all could be a misdirection, and it could definitely be Michael Fassbender's Magneto. Yeah. Or Evan Peters Quicksilver. We'll find out, but, um, I don't know who it, w- it would be. I, if I'm Disney, minimize your Fox characters. Yeah. Do your own thing. Yes, please. Do your own thing. If bring you're bringing in, Fox people, it's bring them in to kill yeah. them 
or Deadpool. recast and then Deadpool. Deadpool's Michael either. Fassbender. Deadpool's James McAvoy. Is okay. Ryan Reynolds. And then that young Storm didn't really get a chance to that's play her. Still, that, but that was still. The apocalypse. They but, they brought Oscar Isaac. Exactly. So like but they recast him. They recast him. So yeah. re- just stay away from Fox products. And if you're gonna bring them in, kill them, or they better be the best actors that were from the Fox universe, not people that you just want to throw in. Um, yeah, I, that one. It's kind of a frustrating topic. So we're gonna we're gonna move on <laughs> to the final one, which is Wakanda Forever. They brought in two scuba divers, and they were casting and hiring for two scuba divers to play in Wakanda Forever to um, shoot an action-slash-fight scene. This is just proof that Namor... We already knew Namor is coming in, but this is, to me, proof that they're going to go to Atlantis and show Atlantis. And um, there was rumors before of potential a couple other Atlantean characters and villains and heroes going to be in the movie. Um... I think those rumors are going to get more and more solid and convinced to be true. true. I think yeah. we talked about them. Honestly, I might have talked about them in like episode one and two when you weren't here. Like all the way back then, um, mentioned these Namor and Wakanda ruin or rumors. Um, yeah, there. I. I've, yeah, I think it's going to be Namor. They wouldn't. They wouldn't set it up in Endgame with Okoye saying like. Um, there was a anything new in Wakanda or whatever, and she's like, "Well, there was an earthquake in the ocean," and then Natasha was like, "What are you gonna do about it?" And he's and Nikoi's like, "It's an earthquake in the ocean. We we do nothing about it. Is doing something about it." But that's just they wouldn't set up that little Easter egg without like bringing it bringing in. that in. And it was even on that Stark map where Stark had wakanda highlighted and then he had in the middle of the ocean there's like a waypoint there so like they know atlantis yeah and that's gonna the person playing namor is tenas huerta ten tenak huerta so tenak huerta is gonna be playing namor most more than likely more than likely and i think namor versus mbaku or whoever you have replaced chadwick um, Shuri. Shuri. Speaking of Shuri, mm. uh, Letitia Wright got hurt. She went, she was like hospitalized because of her injury shortly. Um, she was just injured on the set of Wakanda Forever filming. So, unfortunately, that is too bad. But um, hopefully she recovers and they can keep that. Because Shuri is somebody that they've admitted they are working on keeping and focusing on her yeah. in the future. So, hopefully she's okay and uh, she gets right back into filming and goes doesn't it doesn't affect her at all yeah but uh yeah the other big news was namor atlante atlantis confirmed basically and couldn't be more excited because james cameron now works for disney since disney owns avatar yep. james cameron for the next avatar movie just like the first avatar movie the reason why it took so long is he was coming out he was inventing cgi like the new form of cgi right. that everybody uses um the reason that avatar 2 is coming out so long is because he invented another new form of technology that allows CGI to work underwater because the current form didn't work because the dots would reflect underwater and it wouldn't work, which sure. is why Ant, uh, Aquaman has such weird effects because yeah. they didn't wait for James Cameron to right. finish his invention before filming and then they could have just paid James Cameron to let him u- yeah. let them use it. So Disney now owns the top three highest grossing movies of all time and Zoe Saldana is in all three of them. Yes. So. And James Cameron can now use that underwater CGI potentially or like let them use it for yeah. 
Atlantis, Wakanda and it's going to be, and it'll yeah. probably be some of the coolest effects of water in a movie that you've ever seen. Yep. I would look forward to that. If you've seen Aquaman and liked it, it's going to just get better. Um, and that is it for Marvel movie news. Yeah. However, Marvel Midnight Suns Got the so games three. Yeah, three little gaming, little gaming news things. Yeah, four technically, but one of them's really short. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Gamescom happened, and Marvel revealed the new Midnight Suns game that's going to be coming out in March of 2022. Now, it's spelled Suns as in, like, S-U-N-S, yes. not S-O-N-S. Yep. Same um, title, just different, spelled different. However, we talked about Midnight Suns last episode as one of our non-unnamed products that yep. they'll be working on because we think they're going to be pushing towards a Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider. Yep. I think they, I think they, I think I read somewhere that they, they're starting to talk about making their darker MCU. Right. Like their darker MCU products. Right. So because they got to start appealing to the, realizing they have to appeal to the adults just as much as they appeal yeah. to the kids, which is why people want rated R, they want darkness, they want dark humor. Yeah. Um and it's going to have Ghost Rider, but it's going to be the Robbie Reyes version. Mm-hmm. It's going to have Blade, which they're going to have a Blade movie coming out. It's going to have I think Werewolf, Werewolf by Night. So, it's going to have all those people we talked about, Elsa Bloodstone. Yeah. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a really fun game. Um, it's going to RPG a, type It's a game. single player yeah. one as well. Um, I'm definitely going to play that. Just yeah, that at least try it out. Fun. It looks really fun. It looks really cool. Um, yeah, that's just some news there. It's going to come out. Um, there is some more information online that you can look up if you want to find more details on it. That's just what we have. It's just wanted to let you know. It's released or it's going to be coming out in March. And yeah. You've been trying to get your hands on Robbie Reyes and of any form, mm-hmm. so uh, now's your chance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other Marvel game this ca- that came out, that just came out, Marvel Future Revolution, which is a mobile game. Yeah, so I... I I tried to play it on BlueStacks, and it's a little choppy on there. I don't know if I need to change some settings or whatever. Um, however, I played it on my phone, and it runs very smooth on it my phone. It runs super smooth on my phone as well. If you try to run full HD settings, your phone will light itself on fire. <laughs> yeah, they have like a mode that says like heating mode. Heat mode, So yeah. turn your... Don't have your effects all the way up. Don't um, have, have your you shadows have, all the way down. Unless you have a brand new iPhone, Samsung, whatever. Yeah. Like Even then... Still a little risky. Yeah, every game I play, I turn my shadows off. Too, yeah. Because shadows... I have shadows just available for me, but you can have sad- shadows set for everyone. Yeah, same for, like, effects for everyone. I have too. shadows and effects just set for me. Yeah. So that helps it run easier. However, the back of my phone and screen still got really hot. Yeah. So and I, I mean, didn't even play that long. Yeah, so you, you might want to stick to, like, short bursts. Uh, but no, it looks good. So far, the graphics are pretty good. It runs smooth The graphics are insane. Yeah. The, the, that's probably why it heats so quick. Yeah. You know, um, but... Yeah, I'd like to. I'm excited to keep getting through the story. I who are you? You're, who you're playing as? Mm, Doctor Strange and Spider Man so far. So when you, if you do start the game, they ask you to be, make your squad in the beginning. Um, you do not have to equip those like four people automatically. And if, I would suggest not to because they did just release that the next player coming to the game is Magic. The um, she's choosing new mutants. Okay. She's, uh, I mean, I won't be using magic. Colossus's sister. I'll still be waiting for people after that. Yeah. But I hooked up Doctor Strange and Spider Man, and then I was like, I feel like 
this is permanent. I'm not going to do this. Yep. And then you find out, yep, it's permanent. If you start your squad, you won't be able to add anybody else yeah, to it. Yeah, there's two extra slots down there, so eventually you'd be able to. Right. Uh, but, yeah, just select. If you want to play as, play as, pick one person. Pick one. Otherwise, if you have a couple of your favorites, like I had Doctor Strange and Spider-Man are two of my favorites. I, it was either between Strange and Spider-Man or Storm and Spider-Man for me. Um, I, I was like, okay, I wait on that. Um, Pick one or two and go. Don't do all four unless they're all your favorites. Yeah, Otherwise, you you're them. stuck with them. Yeah. Um, they don't make that clear enough. That would be my one tip to them. Yep, they... I picked all four and then I made uh, I You made had to a start new a new server. Yeah, what I did actually... Um, so on my, on my Bluestacks one, I did the survey you're on. Um, but it doesn't run smooth, really. So I did a new... I got to pick a new one on my phone because it's not synced. And I'm on your server and I have the one person. Oh, okay. I have the one person. So I, I most likely am going to be playing it on my phone just because it runs smoother. Um, so yeah, we're on the same server. Sick. So I, you want to guess who I picked? Doctor Strange. No. For your one? My one person. Storm. No. Captain America? No. Captain Marvel? Yes. Captain Marvel. Interesting. She seemed yeah. really strong and like, you get a... You I get felt a, like Storm felt the strongest. That's why I was thinking about picking her. She felt the strongest. You get to test out each one in the tutorial so that Except you can Doctor decide Strange if you're like... Except Doctor Strange and Spider-Man. You get to test them out, I think. I think so. Yeah, because Spider-Man has the whole swinging through the... Well, yeah, but not like the abilities. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah you get to test almost all of them out. Uh, Peter Quill is pretty basic. And like every other Marvel game, he's the same, so... Um, you test them out, and then you get a pick, and then you can start doing missions. There are a lot of cutscenes, and the tutorial does drag. So yeah, the tutorials. Um, but if you just you can skip, you can you skip can skip a little bit, ten bit seconds at a time, or the whole thing. But yeah, I skipped through it. Um, I thought it was cool because Modok doesn't get a ton of attention, and I have been watching his Hulu show. Um, but there was Modok, K Doom, and mm. Kodo, uh, yeah. the third one. There's yeah. three Co Modok versions, and. Yeah, I thought that was a fun little interaction, and it was a cool scene. But um, overall, the game so far has been fun. Uh, the controls on the left, I recommend they have some cheap connections where you can turn your uh, phone into a controller. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting them because they are pretty cheap. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I might get one. Because um, right now on the left, the walking around is not only delayed... But it's just kind of frustrating. To the lose. the walking actually is running smooth for me. It's the it's the like get, taking your thumb off of the abilities and moving it up to turn the camera. That's what bugs me. So See, that doesn't bother me as much. I'm I'm the opposite. I I also the cast times and clicks on the abilities is a little delayed. It's clear they focused a lot on graphics and story yeah. though. So. I don't, I'd rather have good graphics and story because you can patch and work on mechanics and controls. You yeah. can't make a story better. Yeah. So, really fun. Um, uh, if you like mobile games, I think this one's going to be a very popular one. I saw it was advertised to me today on YouTube. It was advertised to me on the App Store. Yeah. It was, it's it's yeah. everywhere. It's going to be a big game. Um, get in early because mobile games are definitely one of those where if you don't get in early, you end up... Falling so far yeah, you behind. Yeah, you get a ton of, like, release rewards and stuff. And you end so. up falling so far behind that you basically have to join in with the next wave of players because you end up missing out so much that you're either... Your character sucks or you're lost and people aren't really there to help you. Yep. So, get in now while you can. Um, other video game news. Blizzard has the whole... Blizzard Activision has their whole sexual assault scandal, scandal going scandal. on. Um, they... 
got rid of a man who the character McCree in Overwatch was named after. Yep. They have come out saying that McCree on Overwatch will have his name changed in Overwatch and Overwatch 2. Yep. So, I play a little bit of McCree whenever, when I do play Overwatch. So, it's going to be tough to kind of um, not call him McCree. Yeah. Not refer to him as McCree because he's always going to be. But he's got a first name, right? Jesse? Yeah. So I think he's Jesse McCree. Yeah. So maybe they could go by Jesse, I guess. But I think they'll just come out with something more. I bet it'll be something kind of cliche. It'll be like Clint, something like that. Mm. I'm guessing it'll be something like that. We'll see. Or maybe they'll name it after a female head of Blizzard to, yeah, like, sure. maybe her last name. Um, we'll see. They're changing it, though. Um, I stopped playing Overwatch between Hammond and Sigma. No. So, Wrecking Ball and Sigma. Wrecking Ball and Sigma, no. my bad. <laughs> that still um, bugs me. That bugs me, too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, I stopped playing around there, but it is gaming news, and we like to cover that. Uh, some other... One last gaming news. Uh, Halo Infinite, which is going to have free Halo multiplayer available online, comes out December 8th. So, they did not have a release date before. Um, that is much sooner than people expected. And I think it's going to be really fun if you're a Halo fan, whether old or new Halo. Um, I haven't played as much new Halo with a lot of the jetpacks and jumping and a lot more skill-based. Um, but it looks really fun, and it's free, so why not give it a try? Sure. We can't even win League of Legends games, so... Uh, yeah. But uh, might as well give it a try. And our last bit of news, you let me know. Um, I don't watch a lot of the Star Wars stuff. It's just not... I'm not a huge fan. I've tried watching a couple of the new movies. They're just not as good to me, just not as interesting. Um, but I've been told to watch Mandalorian. I still haven't, and Bad Batch. But apparently, they're looking to make Bad Batch canon. Yeah. So um, the well, so the the Star Wars shows, uh, like the animated shows, are considered canon, um, which is kind of different than, like, say, the uh, Marvel stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, the Mandalorian is a huge hit. You know, it's directed by. John Favreau, mm -hmm. um, which you know, obviously, you're a huge fan of him. I love John Favreau. I think he should just take over the Marvel or the Star Wars universe anyway. Sure. But they want to adapt the um, the Bad Batch animated series into a live action product and have that join the Mandalorian universe. Yeah, Mandalorians so. made a ton of money. Star Wars overall makes a ton of money. Just, I mean, it's a good business move. It's a good building universe move, and it's good making your employees happy move. Yep. Um, John Favreau has come out with great movies like The Chef. He was involved in Elf, which people love that movie. He was in Friends. Iron Man, Spider-Man. Iron Man, Spider-Man, Star Wars. Yeah, uh, Lion King, the live-action Lion King. He uh, was the executive producer. So John Favreau's incredible. I agree. He, give him Kevin Feige-like control over Star Wars. And I think you'll find success. He, he might not want that because he's so involved in everything else. Yes. But, um, yeah, so they're looking to make that a live action in canon in the Mandalorian universe, and I think that's smart, business-wise, everything-wise, so should be good. That's it. That's all we got. That's it. That's the last wow. little bit of information. Wow. Um, lots of Marvel stuff, as always, and that's our basically most interacted um, topic, so we hope you enjoy that. Um, otherwise, just if you did enjoy it, Please make sure to like, subscribe, and comment. Um, please let us know if you think that was Lizard or Venom, by the way. Or Scorpion. Or Scorpion. Um, because I want to hear what other people think. Um, I, again, we think it was Lizard, but with the Topher Grace rumors and stuff, 
let us know. There's been so much. I had one guy on Twitter tell me that he thinks some of the stuff is BS that he saw in like the theories he's hearing. If you're on that side, feel free to let us know. Just please be more polite than that guy was. Yeah. Um, otherwise, shoot us a tweet. It's at Glacier Gamble. Um, My profile is no longer private. So it's at JJ Jaffet Plane. Yeah, AJ underscore Jaffet Plane. Jaffet Plane. Jaffet, I don't know how you Jaffet pronounce it. Plane. It's connected. Yeah. Um, but go, you'll see it if you find me or him. You'll find the other person. Um, but yeah, it's Glacier Gamble and on Twitter. And feel free to let us know what you think. Um, Otherwise, like, I want to hear some people's reactions to, if you go see Shang-Chi before we film, feel free to let us know any, like, theories you have about it as well. We are going to see it day of, so you won't be spoiling anything for us if you shoot us a DM or um, tweet at us. And a uh, last little reminder, streaming is done every night, 7 p.m. to midnight on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Glacier, and there is a gaming channel on YouTube called Glacier Gaming, where all the highlights and videos show up there. New video was even posted today. I watched it. Yeah, it was yeah. a quick one. I did a shorter one for the people that don't want to watch longer videos. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's been really fun, and I love the interaction. Like My favorite thing so far are the comments, tweets, and interaction on stream. It's just really fun. We do want to build like a community of people that are nerds who also like sports. So feel free to come in talk to us we're we'd like to think we're easy to talk to i can be pretty sarcastic at times just know i'm not being an a-hole it's just sarcasm sometimes it's taken no, wrong i'm very sarcastic <laughs> i'm at work and people look at me like are you serious and i'm like no, no just, just settle down so <laughs> so yeah um we would love to interact with you and i hope you uh, interact with us because i think it'll be a lot of fun and um I'm, uh, let's see i'm moving into my new place next week so we'll have another so zoom we'll episode. have another yeah we'll have another screen i'll be trying to back away from the camera so i'm not like this close <laughs> uh no but when that gets when i get all set up there um we've got a discord that we need to kind of get we're get gonna get a discord too. we got it set up we'll make sure to put that in the link of every video from here on out i'll make sure to put that on twitch when people come in to see they can just join it right away yeah, so maybe not maybe not by next week because they'll be be busy but, but the week after two weeks we should have the discord up and fully running we'll yeah. set that goal for ourselves as well to make sure we stick to it um yeah, when, if we join in on Discord, that's another place where we'd love to see some interactions. It's a place where people can share their game names if they want to play together, um, like League or other sorts of games, Xbox. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When, it, when it comes to League, you can't be any worse than what we've been playing <laughs> with. So, And we're trying to get some Madden codes. Yeah. Um, so if we get some Madden... Yep. Yeah, I've been day two was today. So yeah, if we get Madden, tomorrow. be ready to get some Madden content yeah. soon. Um, other than that... That's it. Uh, got one little quote to send you off. Um, just remember, if you teach a man to build, if you build a man a fire, he'll be warm for a day. If you light a man on fire, he'll be warm for the rest of his life. Thank you, everybody. GG. GG.